Welcome to episode 85 of Collector's Quest. On this episode, we're talking about Wii U games getting ported to the Nintendo Switch. What games we think will get ported, what games we think won't get ported, and ultimately, the long-term effect this has on the collectability of the Wii U as a console. We also try to come up with games that will remain collectible on the Wii U, and Johnny goes off on GameStop Bubble Mailers for 10 minutes. If you like the show, go give it five stars on iTunes. You don't even have to pause the show right now. Just do it during the intro music, which is starting right now. to Collector's Quest. I'm Tyler, here with Johnny. Welcome to Drop Mix, the most exciting music... Uh, no, it's not Drop Mix. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Johnny. Where's Cat? Cat is in the middle of home renovations. And right. so it basically sounds like a construction site and a chainsaw had a baby, so we're not going to try and get through that audio. But she should be back next week, and we're not lying this time. And she really was sick. Yeah, she was. She was totally sick. She's having having a go right now. We've all had kind of a rough schedule, but um, at least least I don't have to fucking hear construction in my house, because that is the absolute worst. I would love that, because I don't hire people to do anything for my house, so I have to do everything myself. So the sweet sounds of other people doing work for me, that sounds pretty good. Uh, It's not as good as you think. I mean, if you... If you're just doing a project because you have to, that's one thing. But if you're just like, I'm going to renovate and it's going to be awesome. And then three months into it, you're like, oh my God, why, why won't it stop? Why are they still hammering? I, I wouldn't know. I spend all my money on video games. There's nothing left for major home renovations. Well, you know, when your house floods a few times, so you just oh, get lucky. I forget how terrible it is in California. What is Drop Mix, Johnny? Let's go back. Hold on. What no. is Welcome to Drop Mix? Someone was probably like, wait, what? He never what went back fuck? to that? Yeah, okay. Drop Mix is the most exciting music and card game hybrid out. You can get sweet store exclusives from Target and Walmart. You know, you get to kind of be a DJ and mix your own song. It's like Magic the Gathering and DJ Hero had had a, you know, a mix and became a shitty game with random booster packs. Yeah, so Dropmix is our, our first major sponsor here at Collector's Quest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually have no idea if Dropmix is good or bad. I mean, I here's what I hate about Dropmix. It has nothing to do with the game. I mean, the idea of the game is just baffling to me. But what I hate about it is every time I walk into Target in the game section, it's it's on like a proximity center, so it's, Welcome to Dropmix! And then it goes on for like two minutes, and I'm just like... Ah, uh, God, shut up. It's like a shitty salesman who won't shut up behind you while you're just trying to look at something. And he's got the most, like, put-on kind of DJ voice, but also trying to enunciate very clearly thing going on. It's it's not great. Yeah. It's going to make you buy all those booster packs of song clips that you can remix and pretend you're a DJ, just like a million other actual video games will let you do. 
yeah, but now you got cards and you could take like the lyrics from Call Me Maybe and mix it with Run DMC's It's Tricky. Like, whoa, mind blown. Please no one go out and buy Drop Mix based on Johnny semi-selling it here. <laughs> it is the most exciting strategy card-based music strategy rhythm game available. It's it's the next hyperscan, basically, is what it is. Which Johnny no didn't know what hyperscan is. Until I just yeah, no one knows what that is. Well, everyone listening to this podcast knows what the hyperscan is. No. Uh. Uh-uh. All right. All right. Send send Johnny a message on Instagram and tell him you know what a hyperscan is. I know Here, you're smart out there, listeners. Here's the thing. Drop mix is probably fine. It might even be enjoyable. Like the idea of like mixing up different songs and stuff doesn't even sound horrible and having a very controlled way to do it uh brought to you by harmonics uh sounds fine except i just hate the the shitty ad thing behind me it was like uh before that it was like skylanders would do that same thing it had a a motion sensor on it and you'd walk by and skylanders would scream at you and you're just like god why you're not bringing me in you're making me walk away I, you it's, know, I wouldn't know. I've, I've got a, I've got a subscription to our other sponsor, Amazon Prime. Everyone go out and buy an Amazon Prime subscription, so I'm never in freaking Target. Amazon Prime, only $99.99. Get free two-day shipping with everything. Student discounts. Johnny, yeah. what are we actually talking about today? Oh, yeah. Not our sponsors who aren't our sponsors, but, you know, if you're, if you're looking at it, I do love Amazon Prime. I would sell the shit out of that. We're talking about the Nintendo Switch. And what a great Wii U system it is. It it certainly is. And and how how collectible the Wii U is gonna be in a post-Switch world where seemingly every single Wii U game is gonna be on the Switch. Right. I I think really our focus is on what what's happening with the Wii U. This is this is a topic you brought up and I thought it was a really good idea because you're right. Every game that's been great on the Wii U. Seems like it's coming over to the Switch, which we, we'll talk about whether that's a good or a bad thing. But then what does that do to Wii U collectors? Does those does that make those games more collectible or less collectible? Does, like, do you even need to? Do you need to bother? If you're a gamer, you hardly have any reason to go out and buy a Wii U. I mean, gamers didn't buy it to begin with, which is why all these games are getting ported. So, you know, Tyler, what do you think? Right, well, to, to go back to one of your questions that you asked there, I don't think that this makes the Wii U more collectible, having the inferior versions of a bunch of great Nintendo games. Well, that uh, that's that's not how things work, though, because if there is not X amount of this game available, right? If there's, you know, if there's 20 over here and 40 over on this system, there's inherently less. So if people like this one and they want to collect all of them, then those collectors start to pick up the Wii U copies as well, right? And there's less of them, so it might drive Wii U collecting a little. I don't think it's going to do that now. I don't think we're anywhere near that zone. I think initially it's going to take a hit. Yeah, so I I got my Wii U set in maybe the last year, and uh-huh. since I finished it, it is like I got it right before the Switch came out is when I finished it, and then the Switch came out, and everything got ported to it, and now the Wii U is just this dumpster gaming machine that no one wants anything to do with every major title is half the price i bought it for and it seems like everything else is going to get put onto the switch too so i really don't i don't think that the long-term collectability of the wii u is going to be 
a huge thing, really. I, I see a lot of people like the people who thought Wii U was going to be like this cool niche system. They're kind of reconsidering what they're thinking, and now they're like, "Uh oh, this Wii U is definitely not going to be as cool as we thought it was going to be." I, I mean, agree that's with not that. that's not what I got into the Wii U for. Wii U does have cool games. It does. Now the Switch also has cool games. Switch does have cool games. But Wii U is not going to be the Sega Saturn of the modern era, as I've heard it described from multiple locations. Uh, even even before the Switch was a thing, people were like, whoa, Wii U is going to be the Sega Saturn. It sold nothing. Uh, every game is super rare. Uh, meanwhile, like the Wii U's sales have been five times the Sega Saturn at any point in its life. True. I always felt it was going to be more like the N64 of nintendo consoles like the modern N64. what's that just full of garbage and no games partially but uh, a system that was kind of under purchased had a few great games on it that people loved but technically it wasn't quite where it needed to be it was a weird in-between system that quickly got replaced by uh, a better system in the gamecube but uh, like as far as technically better right uh and took a lot of those games that were on the N64 and then just immediately made better versions of them to sell that console. That's what I that's what I envisioned, but what were what's the reality is all that is true except instead of making better versions of the game, they're just porting those games and then like remastering them. So a lot of what makes this less interesting to me is that the Wii U games that are getting ported over don't need to be remastered like the first-party Nintendo titles that are already running at 1080p, 60 frames a second. All right, the only reason that they're getting ported over is so people can play them, which is great. But for me, who have already played those games, it just makes the Switch look like another Wii U. And it's like, hey, Nintendo, all right. I mean, you had one console that bombed, and now we're just going to make the same games all over again on another console and expect a better result is almost what it seems like. Well, I hear. I would counter with, with this, right? What was one of the major criticisms of the Wii U? That it did not have enough first-party games coming out fast enough, right? Didn't have enough of those to keep interest. This is a way for Nintendo to drop a bunch of first-party titles uh, that we already know are good games in while they work on new games, right? New first-party titles, and then thus increase their release rate and have people more interested in their system. And yeah, and I don't want to sound like one of those people who's like, oh, I bought a Wii U and now all the games are on the Switch. Nintendo, you've betrayed me because those people are definitely out there. Yeah, but there's only 35 of them, so they'll get over it. Oh, 35 of those people? I thought you were talking about the entire Wii U library. There's only 35 games because that's also true. Yeah, it's basically the for Switch collectors, there's roughly one release per Switch collector. All right, I'm sorry. There's one release per uh Wii U collector. That sounds about right. We could each yeah. just hoard one game and just get all of them. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, obviously there's more than that. It's a Nintendo console. But those people are out there. But the Switch has already sold more than the Wii U did in its whole life cycle. Which is baffling. I mean, it's not baffling when you look at the Wii U and what it offered and what its name was and kind of everything about it. Oh, it was a confusing system, but you know, I like the Wii U. I thought the Wii U was a good system. I thought it had some cool things that it did. Granted, I, I feel like the Switch is doing most of those things better, so... 
Uh, Whatever. It's definitely this weird middle ground now. Yeah, it definitely looks like the awkward teenager phase of a console. So, yeah, the Switch is is the better version. It, like, took that idea, refined it, and made a better version. And hooray for that. Great. You know? Yeah, and, and I'm not going to complain at Nintendo doing this, because, I mean, one, obviously more people playing a bunch of games that no one got to play on the Wii U is fucking great. Uh, but two, like, Nintendo's been... They've been putting out some... There, there's been enough good Wii or Switch games that haven't been on the Wii U. I mean, Zelda was kind of like the in-betweener, but then Super Mario Galaxy came out half a year later, and we've had uh, Snipper Clips, which is a game that totally oh, you mean blew Odyssey. me away, too. Um, you said Galaxy. You Galaxy, Odyssey. Odyssey, same thing, whatever, 3D Mario games. They're all the same, right? Yeah. Mario 64 right. is the best one. What were no, we talking about? Ew. Ugh. <laughs> Ow. But yeah, no, like this true. obviously is not like Nintendo's development focused has not switched to oh we can't put out new games anymore we're just going to bring over all the old ones like there's still metroid prime 4 and all this other cool shit that's coming out at a decent clip yeah i'm really excited for what's going on on the switch and i think it's smart for them to bring the ports over yes i feel like that definitely to bring it back to the wii u i think it hurts it you're right makes the wii u way less interesting i'm kind of glad that some of these games are there because like, Hyrule Warriors is a game I enjoy and I want to go back and play. And now I'm just like, cool, I can just do that on the Switch. See you later. See you later, uh, Wii U. No, thank you. I mean, if I didn't have a Wii U, I'd buy all those games, of course. But, I mean, I I don't need to play Hyrule Warriors on the Switch and whatever minor upgrades it gets. Not that I'd probably be playing Hyrule Warriors anyway. Got too much other stuff to play. Hyrule Warriors is fun. I, I like it as a mindless game to run through. I'm not good at those games, though. I'm really bad at that style of game. Is it? Real bad. I mean, it's just Dynasty Warriors, isn't it? Yeah, it's Dynasty Warriors. But that style, like, I'm not, for whatever reason, I'm just not good. I enjoy it, but I'm not good. Mario Kart 8, like, I wanted to hate that they brought Mario Kart 8 over pretty fast. But Mario Kart 8 was so good. I was just happy to be able to play it on the Switch. Some of the best box art of all time in Mario Kart 8. Except for oh, the yeah. Steelbook, but man, I love that box art. The Steelbook is really super boring. It, it's kind of a tragedy of of a cover. Like, what were they thinking with that Steelbook? <laughs> we've, we've, we've been through this. <laughs> it's so ugly. Uh, I own it, too, but why? Why? So ugly. So you want to go over like some of the other games that, that yeah came let's out? go through the let's go through the list let's tell everybody because there are some that are already released some that are on their way out and some that were like digital releases or different regions so let's kind of just cover what happened all right well the the ones that are just straight ports of like old Wii U games basically because no one bought this because it was on a Wii U uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze great Wii U game runs great on the Wii U coming to Switch Hyrule Warriors Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Pocket Tournament, Legend of K, which was a port of a PS2 game, uh, might have been on the Wii too, and now it's coming to the Switch. That game has long legs. Yeah, who was asking for that? I don't know. So it's like some guys, like there's probably like this weird super community of Legend of K fans, like uh, Akami, like a game like that. Maybe there's people like that out there for Legend of K. Yeah, and to be clear, it's not like Nintendo said, hey, let's do Legend of K. These are publishers who come and say, oh, I can easily port this over and Nintendo will let me? Sure. So, yes, Nintendo does have some say-so, but it's not like Nintendo didn't come out and say, you know what, Legend of K, we definitely need to get that re-released. Yep. Some of that's on the publishers. Yep. 
And then we've got Lego City Undercover, which got released on the Switch. Uh, Warriors Orochi 3, which is Japan only for now, but you could easily see that coming over here. Rayman Legends, which I think is kind of on everything. And my favorite, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, the Day 1 Ultimate Edition, which you can now buy on Amazon for double the price of the Wii U version that is probably nearly identical. Yeah, that's that's, that's great. Like, all right, like those first party Nintendo games, those are never really going down in price, like to nothing. Like Shantae, though, you could probably get that for $15 used all day. And now it's $40 on Switch. That's just it's price weird. gouging, guys. It's weird. Shantae games, some of them are like expensive. The limited run ones, obviously, the Game Boy Color one. But they, they Shantae is a weird, you know, weird one because people love Way Forward. Uh, who makes it, so I don't know. Shantae might wind up holding its value. That one might bounce back. Alright, yeah, I think I think people think like the Shantae games are like this kind of weird underground thing, but then they realize like, oh wait, people actually buy this because people actually go out and buy good games. It's not like they don't know that the good games are out there and they're buying Turbo, whatever that game is called. Oh yeah, Turbo, yeah, whatever, the snail racing game based on the movie. That's it. Oh, wait, I, I didn't go back up to the top of the list to I know, a very special release. Just uh, announced. This is a hot take. Hello Kitty Cruisers is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, perhaps the rarest Wii U game. Is it the rarest game, though? I think a lot of people consider it the rarest Wii U game. It's certainly the most expensive, at least of the regular 161 releases. Uh, I, I mean, I think, like, Turbo probably is a contender for it. What do you think the rarest Wii U game is? I actually don't know. Uh, I was just asking what you think. Oh, great. I, I just, I don't know. I'm always questioning rarity this early in a console's life cycle. Uh, you know, as we find pallets of games sitting in warehouses. It, Still to this day for Nintendo, I'm always like, is it the rarest? Are we going to find a fucking pallet of these things and in 10 years and be like, oh shit, here's 3,000 of them that were supposed to be sold, but... Nope, didn't happen. I mean, it's also funny because, like, if those 3,000 were sold just to, like, little girls around the U.S., you'd never see those copies again. But it's when that eBay guy, Deal Tavern, comes around. He has 3,000 copies for sale. They're never selling out, and now that's just a game you can pick up whenever you want it. Yeah, Deal Tavern, it, it's funny because I, people kind of know about Deal Tavern, and it's weird that you even bring him up because uh, a friend of mine and I thought maybe we had the secret uh, with Deal Tavern because people, like... He has these games on his site for like $25 and people are still trying to sell them for 60 and these ones are brand new. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just bought Pocket Fighter for the PS1. Like 25 bucks or 27 bucks, brand new. Brand new. And people want to sell it for like 35 loose. I sometimes just go and browse what Deal Tavern has just because he just has a bunch of old cool stuff. I want to see his warehouse. Oh, so bad. So very bad. Like, I'm hoping he's the guy sitting on that box of stadium events, and one day he's just going to blow it out. Uh, maybe. I, Deal Tavern's in California, I know, because I have to pay tax every time I buy something. Oh, all right. Well... It makes the deals worse. But next time I buy, like, a super big lot, I'll just have you buy it. <laughs> okay. Sure thing. Boom. And then I only have to pay for shipping twice. Wait a minute. It depends how big the lot is, Johnny. You might want you know you might decide you need a full Nintendo DS set. He has a lot of DS stuff. He also has a lot of GBA stuff. Oh, there you go. You love handhelds. Yeah. I love them so much. They're they're my favoriteest. Anyways, 
let's get back to the list. Let's talk about what other bullshit happened on the Switch that was also on the Wii U. Well, we've got the uh, box set collection kind of re-releases where we see the Bayonetta Climax Edition, which is Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3? No, 1 and 2. Okay. Bayonetta 3 is coming out. Oh, all right. Well, it's Bayonetta 1 and 2, which is exactly what the Wii U got, except this one's in a much bigger box. And then there's Resident Evil Revelations Collection. No, 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 no. Bayonetta is not in a much bigger box. What? Uh, that's the Japanese one, and like some of the exclusive ones have this big special edition box, but in America, it's just a tiny little Switch case. Are you serious? Well, fuck America. That's stupid. Um, now, I mean, not that I was excited um, for this before, but if we don't get the big box fancy one. I love America, Tyler, and I'm a patriot. Well... Resident Evil Revelations Collection, which it includes the first Resident Evil Revelations, but as uh, to not just be this thing that was on the Wii U, there's also Resident Evil Revelations 2. Uh, are these Lycan games? Uh, I don't no, know what these are. No, these these were originally, I think, 3DS games, right? Uh, I literally don't. I stopped playing, like, the last Resident Evil I played was Darkside Chronicles or Umbrella Chronicles, and I hated it, and I kind of stopped playing Resident Evil games after that. Oh, well, this is not that. I have not played these. I like Resident Evil games, but this is not that. This right, is well. not like the, uh this is not a Lycan game. And I'm I'm happy this one's out. I, you know, it's cool to have Resident Evil. What I like about this being on the the Switch is that you know, when we talk about, oh, Nintendo's a kitty system, solely for well, babies. Play your baby toy. You get a game like that, and you know, people are like, "Oh, Resident Evil's like a franchise for kind of adults." So that's cool. Whatever. Is it is this game on the PS4 or PC or something? Because whenever those adult super hardcore games come out on a Nintendo console, there's always like a version with a better frame rate that's on some other console, so I'm just going to play it there. I believe it might be out on other consoles. Alright. Well, speaking of games that come out on two consoles, we have three multi-platform games, four multi-platform games, that you can... These aren't like they dug back into the Wii U library and found the lost treasure to bring to people. But there's also Breath of the Wild, Just Dance 2017 and 18, and Cars 3, which are on both platforms, but it's just a part of the transition period. Yeah, and those are entirely forgivable, because that happens. It's just that that gap, uh, as people are not ready to give up their Wii U yet, and these came out on both, and, and that's fine. Yeah, the, people are going to, when they make their count, they're going to be like, there was 21 games. Look how shitty that is. But they're not going to, like, take into account that these were just transition games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's that's incorrect math. And, I mean, even Zelda, like, Zelda on Wii U, you would think that the Switch version is way better. But Zelda on Wii U is totally fine. Uh, it sucks that they took out the tablet functionality, but, I mean, it, the frame rate was basically the same. And the graphics look basically the same from what I was seeing. Yeah, uh, I mean, but why, like, when with the direction Nintendo was heading on DLC and stuff, Wii U is just not where I wanted to be for that game. Oh, yeah, definitely not. You don't want to end up like LEGO Dimensions, <laughs> where yeah. you want to make the Switch over 90 hours in. Yeah, learned my lesson there, moved ahead, just, no thanks, we'll just start on the newer console, thanks. And then what about, there's uh, a... We, what? Okay, go ahead, I was going to say this one, but go for it. Do, do you go say it? Well, I'll cut this, this one's shit like out. I don't care. I'm no, Mr. Edits. No, no, leave it, leave it. This one's a weird one, though. Splatoon 2, right? Because that's almost Splatoon 1, but not really. And they gave it a 2, but did you feel like that was a big enough change from Splatoon 1 to warrant it? 
I'm okay with it too. It's fine. It's got a different ne- name. Yeah, there's a there's a couple other games here. I don't think we've listed them all, but like uh, Mario Tennis. Like once Mario Tennis comes out on Switch, Mario Tennis Aces, no one in the freaking universe is going to go back and play the Wii U Mario Tennis ever again. Um, but especially because I think it. Aces has going to have like RPG elements. So there there are a few games on Switch that sort of replace games on Wii U, even if the ones on Wii U remain exclusive. Yeah, but those ones will still be those ones will still be collectible because it's not like the GameCube Mario Tennis is not collectible because a new tennis came out, right? Yeah, the GameCube or not GameCube. I, was, I thought you said Wii U. The Wii U Mario Tennis is not collectible because Nintendo is trying to clearance out copies on their eBay store and those are going to be in stock forever. Yeah. That's <laughs> a problem. But we also have a couple of weird digital ones that were on kind of both or were a physical release on the Wii U but digital for the Switch. Uh, like Terria and Tumblestone. Terria? I've never heard of that one. Or Terraria or whatever it is. Sure. Right? Is that it? Terraria? Uh, I say Terraria. Terraria? Whatever. Uh, that game. So whichever way you say it, correctly or incorrectly. Uh, I think I'm incorrect, just for the record. Uh, we also have Shovel Knight and Steam World and Retro City Rampage. Yep, which wasn't actually... That was a 3DS game. So it wasn't actually on the Wii U, so it doesn't have to do with that. But the point is that the that the Switch is getting is digging in from all of uh, all those games that were of that time frame. Yep, yeah, and a lot of those games are the kind of indie games that are like trying to spread out and just creep onto everything, like Shovel Knight. So it, is Shovel Knight physical on Wii U? I can't even remember right now. I don't think, I think it, it was. I thought it, maybe it isn't. Is it, either way, like if there if it's on both platforms, people are going to want it for both just because the types of people who collect these kind of 2D indie games are the kinds of people who are like, oh, I really like Shovel Knight. I want every version of Shovel Knight. It is a physical game oh, on the right. Wii U. Look at that. So, yeah. I bought that and I don't remember it. Yeah, so uh, agree. And the indie games, again, indie games are always their own weird thing. Like they're on your iPad, they're on... They're on your consoles. They they get those into as many places as they can because those are small developers and they're just trying to make some cash. So, again, I'm not going to put Nintendo on blast for that one. Uh, that's yeah. not fair. Yeah, the good indie games, they spread everywhere. The bad indie games, uh, they try to make a deal with limited run games to sell 1,500 physical copies. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, it's going on uh, to our <laughs> next one. We've got this weird one, which uh, I did not know about and you told me about. D-Blob from the original <laughs> Nintendo Wii is coming to the Switch, apparently. Yeah, it's a like a $2 game on the Wii, but let's get the remastered version on the Wii U. I, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, just like the value propositions of some of these things. Like, is it D-Blob is a D-Blob? game. I could, go to Goodwill, I could go to all the Goodwills in my area. I could find a copy of D-Blob. That is how much I see D-Blob. Yeah. Is it D-Blob 1 and 2? At least, did they at least bundle them? They, they have to. People love that shit. If you say, if you tell people they're getting two games for one and it's a dead IP that you cannot make a dollar off of, like people will buy that if you bundle both of them. Yeah, I D Blob is not something I care about. <laughs> Me either. I I don't know. I'm interested to hear what your guys' take is on Nintendo bringing all these games back, you know, or in some cases not Nintendo bringing them back, but them showing up on the Switch anyways. For gamers, I think it's a total win, right? Uh, for Nintendo, I think it's a win. A lot of these games were good games, interesting games, didn't get played on the on the Wii U. So 
cool, bring them over and give people a chance to experience them. The Switch is at a point now where it sold more than the Wii U did in its whole life, and that's in under a year. So all the years that the Wii U is out, the Switch has already eclipsed that in console sales. So it makes sense to bring these out and give these kind of new life uh, and let people appreciate some of them because a lot of them are fun games that should have been revisited or should have been given a more fair shake than the Wii U got, I feel. But, Tyler, I think we made a list of a few that we think uh, won't ever come over and a few we think we're likely to see. Yes. So we came up with the list of top tier games that will still make the Wii U an interesting console to collect games that we think will remain exclusive forever. And I came up with five games. Okay. So um, what are they? Tell us our five. Xenoblade one. I could easily see that getting ported, but that seems like a pretty big exclusive for the Wii U. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, another like exclusive RPG. Totally could easily see that one getting ported. Paper Mario, which didn't have great reviews. Uh, Zombie U, which obviously isn't coming over because it has a U. Anything with a U is not coming over. And uh, Fatal U Frame. Switch. I they would do it. Come on. I know they, they would. Nintendo has made some dumb naming decisions. Oh, like the Wii U. Yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, the new Wii U, they could call it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's that Fatal Frame game that came out, I think, in Europe. That's a game people are like, oh, it's the coolest Wii U collectible because it didn't come out here and it's actually good. Well, I mean, it got a digital release here. That Was that Black Sails? Something like that? No, that I was... have it listed as Maiden of Blackwater. Yeah, Maiden of Blackwater. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, that probably uses the gamepad as a camera, so it's probably not coming to Switch, right? Nah, they would just do the same thing when you hold up your actual handheld Switch, right? I don't know. Anyway, those are those are literally the only five exclusives I think we could Nintendo say. Land? Nintendo Land's safe, right? I mean, yeah, Nintendo Land's kind of fun, but that's not like, oh, dude. Like, you're not no, going to collect a Sega Genesis because it has Sonic 2 on it. I no, mean, I'm Yeah, just... it's just like one of those games where it's like, yeah, I'm going to get Sonic 2, obviously. But that was a big Nintendo title, and I don't think it's coming over because it was designed to showcase uh, what was going on with the Wii U. Much like One Two Switch, which should have just been a packing game because it's fucking terrible. When if you think about paying for One Two Switch, it should make your your blood boil and then your eyes water with anger. I can't believe I didn't return One Two Switch. I totally did. <laughs> I, I did. I and got Mario Kart. I kept it for so long. I was just like, don't ever open this. All the reviews are horrible. And then I played with some friends on their version. I was like, I'll just wait for something else. Oh, Mario Kart. Okay, good. And it, a really good decision. Except, you know, one two switch is still like thirty dollars, and I'm having trouble finding like a. I expected to be able to find a ten dollar copy by now. Have you ever seen the guys at GameStop open the drawer when you buy a Wii U game, and the uh -huh. drawer is just an entire row of Zombie U? That's going to be one two switch in four years. So don't worry about picking up a copy of that game. I don't understand why it's still thirty dollars. Thirty to can, forty dollars, like if they can milk selling. it out of people, they can milk it out of people, man. But like it's selling used, like what? What is going on? Anyways, I digress. I knew it was terrible going in, and I purchased it. So there are people like me who are just like, I guess I gotta get this. It's the tech demo game. Yeah, and I like tech demo games, but like just make them free, or make it like ten dollars. Don't Definitely do this. Agree. <laughs> don't do this. Not like this. Yeah, there's not very many that are gonna come. Uh, that are keeping it interesting, sadly. 
and I could see all of those games actually making it to the Switch at some point, especially if Nintendo came out and said, we're going to make the Switch last a real long time. So I was like, oh, damn, here we go. Hold on to your Super Nintendo games. Those are getting remade for the Switch. I promise. So it's funny, like the Sega Saturn analogy from before, if all of these kind of older games get remade on their new one, it just kind of becomes the Sega Master System where you can look at any Sega Master System game and be like, yep, play that one on Genesis, play that one on Genesis, play that one on Genesis. Right. Yeah, it's that's that might be the new best analogy. Ooh, I like it. All right. Yeah. All right, let's keep yeah, let's let's say that. Good job, Tower. Nice insight. I'm I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that first person who said it to me Uh, that's it all right guys credit that to me in the future okay games that we could easily see coming to the nintendo switch and kind of want to come to the nintendo switch on some of them go ahead uh well number one is mario maker i think that is definitely coming to the nintendo switch obviously a huge game on wii u what are they doing if they don't bring that to the switch it got its own console box it should come to the switch though that's also true with zombie u zombie u's not coming stop it (laughs) <laughs> I just realized that my that my logic breaks down uh, immediately with Zombie U because yeah, I'm like, but I mean, it's got it, the touchscreen. It would be portable. It would replace both the 3DS version and the Wii U version. Oh my god! I would buy two copies just to have two copies. I don't even know what I would do with them. I want them to do that. Yeah, I like Mario Maker a lot, though. I don't know because the way you interact with the gamepad, like you need kind of that second screen. Yeah, they they wouldn't care. Whatever, they would make it work. They know it it would sell millions of copies and they would have to do zero work except change the two screen UI to a single screen UI. If they figure it out, I want it. I also want them to make a Zelda maker. Like, please. It'd be like RPG maker, but just Zelda. That'd be be sweet, right? I I mean, what you could tell me, yeah, Nintendo's going to make more games. It's going to be something and I'd be excited unless it's like one, two switch from Nintendo Labo. If they make real video games, I'm on board. The sequel for 1-2-Switch is 1-2-3-4-Switch. Whatever. I'm buying it, yeah. even if it sucks. Ugh, don't do that. What else What else are we definitely going to get? I think Pikmin 3 seems like a strong candidate for a game that they probably put a lot of effort into and didn't sell as well. Especially since they remade Pikmin twice, didn't they? Yeah, Pikmin 2. Um, and they had like yeah. the new play control ones, and I thought there was another one. Maybe I'm crazy. But yeah, well, they like Pikmin, so that Yeah, they love coming. them. Like, maybe we could get a pack of the Pikmins with the DS version. Ooh. Or the 3DS version. Oh, and that. another shining example of Nintendo's great naming. What's that called? Is it called, like, the new Pikmin? Something like that. <laughs> oh, it's called Nintendo. Hey, Pikmin. Hey, Pikmin! Cool, <laughs> so now on the shelf they don't sit next to each other. Great. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are some other ones that, that like, first-party Nintendo games that we somehow don't have on the Switch yet? Well, Hyrule Warriors we are getting, uh, but I think I think the one that everybody is like, hey, where's Smash Brothers? Because that's, that's the one, right? God, Nintendo, it's been one year. There's no Smash Brothers yet. Like, we don't have a bunch of CRT TVs in our garage and controllers set up to play Smash Brothers at any time. Yeah, like, really need to get this. We really need to get the Smash Brothers out now, guys. I, I, I do want Smash Brothers to come out. I'm not going to lie. I want it to come out. I want to use the Pro Controller because it's a very good controller. And I want to just box up my Wii U and just be done with it. But what about the game GameCube controllers? Because people are all over that. Will we get a stupid adapter? A USB dongle? 
I think it's finally with... it's the year the GameCube controller dies, or it's the generation they they have to get rid of it. Their freaking Pro controller is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The GameCube controller is dog shit. I, I, I know I it's agree. the best way to play Smash Brothers Melee, but the GameCube controller is not good. Stop telling me it's good. It's garbage. It's a garbage controller for garbage people. Okay, stop it. For a garbage it's not console. Good. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a garbage console. Oh, okay. Blah. Um, like, I like the Send GameCube the a lot, actually. One. I didn't think John would agree with me on that. I mean, it basically is uh, that, that garbage system for garbage people. That is the thing I said about Nintendo 64 and got so much hate well, mail for. It's not that bad. <laughs> I got so much hate. It was, it was amazing. So, uh, GameCube control. It's just, guys, it isn't good. It isn't good. Don't tell me about your wave bird. I don't give a shit. Okay. That yellow stupid camera stick. That's not. Like, they made that, and then we're like, oh shit, we need another joystick on this stupid controller to make modern games. We were just going to float the camera around with this stupid thing. But Johnny, I could play my Game Boy Advance games on the TV. Oh, yes, that's awesome. It makes, look, you could make the GameCube the, the best system. the tiniest in the world. Yeah, it's, the controller is awful. Uh, you know which controller is awesome for it, the GameCube, though? Is the little Hori controller that looks like a Super Nintendo controller. That thing was sweet. Yeah, it sure looks nice. It's probably real yep. expensive, which is why I don't have one. Yeah, it is expensive. Um, but it's awesome. So if you've got one, you know what I'm talking about. If not, sorry. All right. Well, there's our GameCube controller aside. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, to run through a few more games that pretty easily could show up on the Switch. We got Captain Toad, Kirby Epic Yarn, and Yoshi Woolly World. That, that could probably be like a little cool box set if they made that, because they have pretty similar yeah. aesthetics. All, all the Kirby games are for grabs any anything named after a first party nintendo character is up for grabs probably game and wario not so much nope but you know uh kirby rainbow curse rainbow canvas curse or whatever that is that's probably up for grabs you know wasn't that the ds one wait was is this a remake of the ds one no there's like rainbow curse it's got the one it's like kirby's faces in the middle of yeah, it like, i know the box just a circle yeah i thought anyway no that's a wii u game I'm looking it up. So it's it could come. Like all these things are fair game. The the good news is there's not actually that many. What do you think? Maybe ten more games could come over. That would be worth it. <laughs> I mean, there's not that many Wii U games in general. If ten games came over, it's yeah, literally every Nintendo like game that hasn't per- come over yet. Right. But you're gonna get a lot of these weird third party ones. So we laugh at things like Turbo, but or the Crudes. But I mean, those are movie ones, so most likely not. Hello Kitty is a it's still a big franchise, even not for yeah. video games, but it's a big IP, is what I mean to say. So those always show up. There's always a Hello Kitty game on every system. Look how many there are on just like every system, especially for Nintendo. So Hello Kitty's kind of expected. But there's like like Legend of K. If Legend of K can come, you know, there's not a lot of things that are out of bounds. Yeah. You know what? I was just thinking of one that is almost definitely going to remain Wii U exclusive. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers U. I had that on my might come over list, but it's called New Super Mario Brothers U, and I don't see what they can really do with that. To, they would have to name it something real stupid. New Super Mario Switch, and have it be the same game as New Super Mario Brothers U. I don't think just they would add do that. add you add the Luigi part in, and then you add something else in. In fact, you add. Uh, Peach and Toad to match it up to uh, Mario 2. No, fuck that. But if they make 
if they if they do bring over new Super Mario Brothers U and add a new world, that's like another game I would buy twice because one of my favorite Mario games of all time. I can't get enough new Super Mario Brothers U. It's also never going to be anything related to the collectability of the Wii U because it sold eight million copies and it was a pack in even though no one talked about it in 2012 and it got snubbed from every single game of the year award somehow, even though it was clearly the best game that came out in 2012. Anyway, we can, we can go on to something else, Johnny. Okay. Uh, I still think it has, I like, I would agree with you most of the time. If it's got a U in its name, probably not coming, but new super Mario's like that's, I really, because they have like new super Mario DS, right? Or that's when it was just new super Mario. So I, there's nothing in my mind that tells me they wouldn't just drop the U and call it Switch and like Switch Edition and that, be done with it. That would make it so annoying to talk about because then it would be like your top Mario games and some people would be writing New Super Mario Brothers U and some people would be writing New Super Mario Switch. Well, it, it would come with new content. It would have to. It wouldn't be a straight port. They would add new things. Don't get me excited, Johnny. I don't think this is happening, but if they did, it's oh man. It's it's happening, guys. You heard it here first on Collector's Quest Podcast. New Super Mario Switch Edition coming out sometime in 2019. Perfect. All right. Do we have anything else to say about how Switch is completely obliterating the collectability of the Wii U? Nope. All right. Everyone go out there and buy Wii U Switch ports because uh, it lowers the value of Johnny's Wii U collection. And then you can be like, take that, collectors, you All shelf right. collectors. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I just bought Bayonetta. I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna go play some of that later. All right, cool. Johnny, are we are we talking about what you've been buying and what you've been playing? Yeah, we that are. Sounded like we- both. Well, yeah, weirdly, I'm transitioning us. Well, I much like, I like you doing are transitioning. Very con- you and your seamless transitions here. What the hell? Yeah. This is like a natural <laughs> conversation, Johnny. Yeah, I'm just doing it. So, I bought that, and I'm going to play that. The end. Uh, that's what I bought. That's what I'm playing. I bought PlayStation games. I bought some Xbox games. None of them are all that exciting. They're just filling up the collection. Just getting that set going. Uh, I mean, I got Marvel vs. Capcom. That's cool. Street Fighter EX Alpha 2 or whatever it's called for the PlayStation. Yeah, those games are all the same. I got what? Oh, you know what this game. It's uh. It's an Xbox game with like a caveman, and it was a Toys R Us exclusive pork or something, or like oh, pre. I know what you're something. talking about, and I can't think of the name right now. It's something with a P. I got that for the Xbox, and I had never seen it before. I was really excited for that one. I'm like, this game looks awesome. So I'll, I'll probably actually hook up the Xbox and try that game because it looks kind of fun. No, you won't stop it. No one's playing will, that game. Uh, He'll be the only I, one who's played it in probably the last two years. I don't think that's true. I'm gonna try it out. All right. I got I got a dozen Xbox games with your name on it if you just give me your address. I will give you my address. I'm a bad friend though and I need to send you all all the stuff I've had for you since October. I, I want my cowlets and I want solitaire, I think is the other thing you've got for me. Yeah, I do. I have them sitting there uh, in the box that they need to ship out in. I just need to drive to a post office. Perfect. I'm a bad person. All right, what'd you buy? Well, Johnny I completed my cart-only Game Boy set. All right. Yes. Well, again. <laughs> so Congratulations uh, again. Thank you. There was a thread on Nintendo Age that's like, hey, let's document all of the Game Boy variants. And I had this Toxic Crusaders, and it had a label that I'd never seen before. It had the little Game Boy logo on the left side, as a lot of Game Boy games do. There's nothing suspicious about that. 
But Toxic Crusader is one of the rarest Game Boy games. I'm like, oh, I got this kind of cool variant I've never really seen before. So I waltz into this thread and I'm like, oh, I've got something cool for you guys. That's not on your list yet. And like an hour after I post my cool Game Boy cart, uh, RPG collector, who's uh, a, a pretty hardcore Game Boy collector, he's got like complete in box Game Boy and Game Boy Color collections, which in that's, the collecting world is freaking insane. Yeah, that's hard. So yeah, one hour after posting that, I get smacked down. He's like, yeah, it looks like a bootleg. It's probably from Germany. Uh, you should check the board on that. Uh, so of course, my copy ends up being a bootleg. So I bought a legit copy of Toxic Crusaders. Now, did you sell your bootleg, not calling it a bootleg, calling it a rare variant to make hundreds <laughs> of dollars? I I did not. So just so people don't think I'm an idiot, this isn't like an AliExpress thing that says game at the top and the label quality is shit. Like it was curling up at the bottom, just like real Game Boy labels do. The The print was, it, it looked pretty good. It was like clearly used, like someone had used it a lot. I don't know who's playing Toxic Crusaders on Game Boy, but some kid had it bad playing his bootleg copy of a shitty game. But yeah, I'm just going to keep it. I don't know. Yeah, pirates aren't exactly new either. That's the other thing. People are like, oh, this hobby is rife with pirates now. It was kind of rife with pirates before. Like, this was, like, for Game Boy games, this was a thing that was happening a long-ass time ago, too, so... Yeah, there, I see those people out there talking about NES games, like, all you guys have repros that were made at the same time as the originals, and they're basically identical, and you'll never know. And I'm like, okay, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. If there's no way to tell. There's no way to tell, then don't tell me. The end. Yep. And so, I have been playing a certain overhead action game on the TurboGrafx-16. Came out oh, in yeah. 1990, Hudson Soft. Uh, it's a game where you play a white guy. Bonk. You run it around the screen, Bonk. bombing everything in sight, grabbing Bonk. fire power-ups. You rescue Bonk. the girl in the castle at the end. Bonk. Is it Bomberman? It it's actually, it's Newtopia. Oh. It's not Bonk? It's not Bonk. Uh, Bonk sucks, by the way. Shout out to everyone who loves Mario out there, because Bonk isn't a great game. If you uh, if you ever ask anybody about TurboGrafx-16, I feel like that's the conversation. They just shout Bonk at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that's what that was. <laughs> All right, sorry. I mean that that sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry about that. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm glad you're playing Newtopia. It's a good game. It, Are you going to yeah, play Newtopia 2? I I've read that Newtopia 2 is basically the same exact game as Newtopia, and while Newtopia was fine, I have a lot of games in my life to get to, so Newtopia 2 is going to have to hold it for a little bit. Eh, just go play it. Just get it what, done. Just go. Just get it done. It's like ten hours long. Get At least done. the first one was. I mean, get it's it fine. It's kind of annoying that. So the biggest change from Zelda. I mean, it's there's obviously a lot of big changes from Zelda. Is that it doesn't tell you which walls are bombable. So you just have to bomb every wall in every dungeon to find everything, and uh, it's a little bit tedious. We should do an episode on the best Zelda clones. Ooh, best Zelda clones. What yep. would even if be on like, that? Like Newtopia, I guess you could Newtopia, call it a good Crusader, Senti. 3D dot game heroes. Skylander. Oh, wait, no, Breath of the Wild is a Skyland, uh, Skyrim clone, sorry. I said Skylanders, I meant Skyrim. You're you're being facetious. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. It is, okay. I mean, Breath of the Wild, the best Zelda yeah. NES clone that we've got, right? It is. You got any more hate you want to throw out? I know you want some... You want some you want to set something straight, don't you? 
Uh, are you actually bringing up something that I'm supposed to be hating? Because I don't remember what it was I brought yeah, up. Yeah, you said you wanted to set something straight about something. Uh-oh. Johnny, you have to remind me here. <laughs> I don't remember. It was, we were going to talk about something. You were like, oh yeah, I want to talk about this thing. I don't remember what it was. The fuck? Is it setting people straight about Wii U and Saturn? <laughs> Maybe no. that was it. Maybe that was just the thing you wanted to do. I'm going to set those motherfuckers straight. I think I set them straight already. All right. Okay. So I know everyone was expecting a like a GameStop rant in this episode. And instead, what you got was a conversation about drop mix. So my apologies. <laughs> yep. Which I had nothing to contribute to because fucking no one knows what drop mix is. Welcome to drop mix. Ugh. Uh, anyways, there's not much to say about the whole GameStop thing. They are, look, it's a shitbag company that doesn't know how to pack a game. And I, I mean, it was interesting because I, I posted that and didn't expect much traction on it because I took some pretty shitty pictures and just kind of was like, well, this is every time I order anything from GameStop. And people are like, oh, well, that's not GameStop's fault. And I just want to stop you right there. Yes, it is. It's UPS's fault, or USPS's nope. fault. They ruined nope. your game. Nope, that, look, you can expect that the way, and I'll just educate some of you guys, uh, if you've never worked in any kind of shipping, and I have, so you get a little little cardboard envelope, and it's bigger than a, a letter, so that means it's going to go with the packages. It's now a parcel. So that means any group of parcels could sit on top of it. You know, it's going to be mostly like size, but you can get some pretty heavy things in a, you know, an 11 by 8 by 4 box. So if it's something that could get crushed, don't put it in an envelope. Put it in a box. A box actually does not cost much more than those types of envelope in the world of, of if you've ever bought a bunch of shipping boxes. And again, I have because I ran a logistics department for a company. People are like, oh, it's so much more expensive. It's actually not. What it is, is it's a little more time-consuming to construct a box. So there's that. They are they take up more room. But if you start to weigh that against the amount of returns, I'm sure they get. And this is not a new issue. That we're, It's 2018, guys. This has been a problem since, like, forever. I know most of the time it's like, well, whatever. We're just putting a, putting a DVD case in a, an envelope, so who cares? But even those can get ruined. I would love it if all things were just shipped in, in tiny little boxes. Or they just constructed better envelopes. But the problem with envelopes is they run through a sorter and they need to be of a specific size or they won't go through the sorter. And if they don't fit through it, it gets thrown in with the parcels, hence the crushing. So uh, as someone who is shipping, you are actually responsible for making sure that the item arrives in the condition that you sent it. Yes, it can be the post office fault if something gets crushed, but if you don't have enough packing material in there to protect the contents then the blame is shifted to you. So if you put insurance on a package and it gets broken, if you didn't put any packaging in there, like if you ship a statue and just put it in a box, be like, what, I put it in a fucking box? And like the, sh the statue is shattered when it arrives. That's not the post office fault, Jackass. That's your fault for not packing it correctly, right? So I know that's a little extreme as far as analogies go, but yeah, it's their fault. It's annoying. And if it wasn't their fault, they wouldn't take a return on it, most likely. So that's that's basically what has to happen. People say, oh, just return it. That's no big deal. And to those people, I say, my time is valuable. 
Okay, if I have to be on the phone to request a return label or just take it to a post office, like, look, we just talked about how I've had stuff for Tyler that I just need to take to a post office since like the end of October, it's been like six months. <laughs> yeah, end of October. Uh, okay, yeah, end of October. So like only five. Uh, still way too long, and I've I've probably had time, but you know that's m- my busiest window. Aside from that, though, my time is super valuable. I. I don't like to do any work for people and not get compensated and suddenly now I've got to go put forth more effort. I already did the thing I wanted to do, which was pay for a game and get the game. When it comes broken, that's that's just shitty and annoying. So, you know, you should, like, if you find yourself often siding with GameStop, you really need to consider your life choices. That's all I'm saying. And it's fine if you can be like, Johnny, you're just a whiny little baby cry me a river about all your games that are damaged and it's stupid nba 2k okay i mean you can that's cool I, yeah i i get that i don't think i was overly whiny but yeah uh here we are now and i'm whining at you about it so all right johnny I, i've got i've got that. three things to respond to here okay go the first the quick things the first thing is that i've shipped an anvil before i bought an anvil on ebay and it shipped priority mail and it fucked up the other packages I had that arrived today. And I can't imagine how much this fucked up everything in that truck. So pack oh, your yeah. packages like it's being shipped with actual anvils. Okay. Yeah. Um, second thing is you were talking about packing material. I still receive boxes of packing peanuts. Who the fuck are you people who still have packing peanuts? We have airbags these days. What are you doing? Packing peanuts are the worst. The absolute worst. Yeah, they are. I mean, I'll take packing peanuts over no material, but geez, packing peanuts yeah. are awful. They get they, the static electricity on. They're just stuck to oh, everything. You're just like, like, I throw them in the pile of shit I need to throw away, and they start, like, getting on the floor and, like, crawling under the table. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't it. pick them up because uh, <laughs> when you go to pick them up, if you've got a static charge on your finger, your your little field will push them away, if which is my cat, favorite thing. They jump into the box, and then they're just everywhere forever. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, the third? Th- the third thing is that uh, you're asking GameStop to change. This is a company that's been unable to sell disc only games. Like half the games at my GameStops are disc only because, like, oh, people don't want disc only games, and obviously they're not going to change any of their policies. They're going to be obsolete before they have a chance to do any of that. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to change. I'm just telling you, hey, th- this is what it is. This is how GameStop operates. I don't think they'll change at all. And here's the bottom line: people are like, just return it. Just return it and buy another one. Do you think they're going to ship the new one any differently? So I was actually given a tip by a guy um, from Nintendo Age who said, hey, here's my trick. I buy three, and then they have to put it in a box. <laughs> because buy, that's too big. You buy an amiibo with it. Yeah, exactly. That. Well, I see, that's the thing I didn't say, is I did. I bought... I did buy an amiibo. I bought a Goomba amiibo, which I was very excited to get, but it came by itself. <laughs> so I did. I did try that. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy. I can't buy three of them. It actually has a limit. You can only buy two. So I'm gonna try buying two. Even though the guy told me buying two did not work, but I'm gonna try buying two and see if that works. And oh. then if they're all bad, then I'll just return all of them, or I'll just keep the least damaged one. But that's annoying. You should not get shit that's damaged. That's no one wants that. You wouldn't walk into a store and buy something, be like, well, it's damaged, but I guess that's the post office's fault, so I'll buy it anyways. 
but you can't see it before you buy it. That's why you get the bullshit, Johnny. That's like right. whenever I buy Wii games on GameStop Online, I always get the shitty condition disc-only copy because it's like, oh, someone's finally buying this. I can give them my shittiest copy that's not selling in the store. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure they have, like, all the good stuff at the back. Here's our price. It's like old milk. You know, they put the ones that are going to expire soonest up front. Yep. That's what's happening with those disc copies. Anyways, that's all I got. So that there's your GameStop rant. It's not so really that's our a rant. mini it's episode. Just, that was actually yeah. considered as an episode topic for today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. All right, guys. We'll talk to you in a week or so. Thank you. Good night. Jo- jo- Johnny, where can we find you? I, I oh, mean, I bet our listeners know by now, but where can we oh, find yeah. you? Oh, uh, yeah. Johnny underscore Iucci on Instagram. That's J-O-H. And N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. And I am default Jen on Instagram. Default G-E-N. And now... I he can is say, default gen. That's D E F A U L T J E N. Default gen. Uh, he is, you know, I I do like having women as co-host, and I know this whole time I've been calling him Tyler, but his proper name is actually Jen. Her name. I'm sorry. Her name well, is pronouns, Jen. Johnny. Sorry. Jeez. I, I corrected myself. I apologize, Jen. All right. All right. That. I don't know how to respond when you you, t- <laughs> you, you, don't you, know you reassign my gender. You're like, Tyler, you are one strange dude. And I'm like, yep, I am. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm in a strange mood today. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, no, Tyler has not been reassigned. He's not transitioning. Please don't say that. Please just keep referring to him as the other guy. That's all we got time for tonight. We'll see you next week.